Welcome in. This It's the NSN Show. It's Monday, January 16th, 2023. Glad you made it. It's your host, as always, Isaiah Nakin, along with Brayden Jacobson, Troy Maliner, and Jacob Pierce. Glad the crew can make it. Uh, we'll start with Brayden. Brayden, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Not as good as I'd like to be after that heartbreaking Vikings loss, but I'm happy to be here. And Troy? Yeah, thanks for having me on podcast again. Uh, yeah, just like Braden said, Vikings loss was tough, but I can't wait to talk about it here. And then Pierce. Good to be back. Good to be with everyone this time. So let's just, you know, get right into it. Yeah, and this is the first time we have three people on and a host at once. So um, we look forward to have that more. Um, obviously, a sad day on a Monday on a tough loss that we could have won the Minnesota Vikings. We have a lot of Minnesota fans on this podcast to listen. So we thought we would talk about what happened, what we can fix and what to look forward to next year. But um, yeah, that was a sad one. Who wants to start it off with the um, sad start to the podcast? I will. Um, It's, it's really tough. Um, You know, out of all their one score games this year, this is obviously the one that they lose, which is tough, you know, going 11 and all in the regular season, one score games. And then obviously the one that you lose is in the postseason. but it happens. Um, and I think on a rookie head coach, it's, I actually, this is more than I expected coming into the season. So I'm just glad that they made it this far. And I think there's definitely some improving to be done. Um, it's going to be a long off season after, what just happened there and there's going to be a lot of questions that need to be answered so interesting to see how those get resolved yeah for sure um like you said man a rookie head coach in o'connell you're not expecting much from someone with so little experience and the vikings put together a really good season here um they had a lot of flaws but so did some other big teams like the bills so yeah a lot will need to be figured out this offseason in order to keep these uh wins coming but I'm overall pretty happy with this season. Tough way to end, but I'm excited for the years to come. Yeah, just like you guys touched on, I mean, a really tough end to a good Viking season. I would say this is the most fun I've had as a Vikings fan probably since that 2017 season where the Minneapolis Miracle happened. Unfortunately, we couldn't get a playoff win, but that regular season, just the comebacks that we had, the obviously the amazing ending to the Bills game, it was just a really fun season as a Vikings fan. Just sad it had to end this way. Yeah, and I just want to make sure everybody on this was not at the game, correct? No, I was mm-hmm. not. All right, so um, I I know I knew one person or some of my family that went. Does anybody know anyone that was there? I do um, not. I know. Oh. Uh, no, I did not either. Yeah, but um, anyway, from that. Um, it's just hard because, like Troy was saying, like the comebacks and all all that great season. Um, I don't know what was our record at the end, like twelve and three or some, or something big like that. Thirteen and four, yeah. Yeah, so like just to go from that to lose in the biggest game of the season, it sucks. Um, but like like Troy said again, like it was a fun season. Um, a lot of great moments. I just personally, it's putting so much into the team. I think all of us do. To see that happen, it's just so unfortunate because it happened on a three-yard check down from Kirk Cousins and uh, did not look great to end the season. Yeah, um, I heard somewhere that that was not where the ball was supposed to go, and I think everyone knew that. Um, Just one of those moments where 
I think he just panicked. Um, the line was closing in. Um, he was getting rushed. And so it just – that was probably the first guy that he saw, and so he threw it there. But other than that, I mean, Cousins played an outstanding game besides that one ball that everyone is going to talk about for the next, you know, year as we wait for the next season to come around. I mean, he was 39 or 31 for 39, 273 uh, with two touchdowns. So, I mean, that's a great game when you look at just the stats, but as a leadership perspective, you need, you need someone who can go in and you can count on them. Yeah. And uh, that throw from two Hawkinson from Kirk Cousins, you know, it, Looking back on the play more closely, it might have worked out if he had led the ball more to the sideline, but he threw it kind of behind Hawkinson, made him come back and get it and stop his momentum. But either way, just looking back on it, you got to wait for a guy like Justin Jefferson, who's your, I mean, number one receiver in the league. He had an outstanding season, just came up clutch so many times. I think you have to find a way to at least give him an attempt to catch the ball there. Yeah, I'd agree with you. But, I mean, it's kind of hard to shrug off those big targets. TJ Hogginson, monster game, 10 receptions and 129 yards. So I understand that you want to go to your, in that game, the best receiver. Um, I agree that, like, thinking back on it, you probably go to Justin Jefferson. But TJ Hawkinson was working all game, so I don't really blame him for looking um, towards the sideline, hoping he could break off a tackle and get that first down. And, you know, it's harder in the moment. You know, you got players coming at you. Um, Kirk's got to make the, the decision overall. Um, nobody else can make it because they put out the play for him and he's got to find the best option in his opinion. Um, you know, it it really sucks that it had to happen. And there's a lot of things, too, that happened before the play that could have, you know, gave the Vikings the lead. For example, the Derrissaw, um false start on fourth and half inches. Like, that can't happen. So, um you know, a lot of people blame it on that play. I do too, but it's not overly like on that play. Like there's more things that went into it. And um, it's just unfortunate because TJ almost there too. Like, um, you know, just a couple of yards away. So um, unfortunate way to lose, but um, we'll have to look back on that one. Yeah, hundred percent. And while we're on the Hawkinson kind of speech here, um, this guy, you know, he came from the Lions and, no one kind of expected him to go to the Minnesota Vikings. And so I'm, I'm excited for where the future of this team is headed. I know we have some older guys like Thielen um, on, you know, the offensive side, and I'm not sure what they're going to do with Dalvin cook this year. And then on the defense, they have a lot of older guys, but like there's a lot of young, young raw prospects on this team who have a lot of potential. And so if they can just figure out a few issues, like maybe the quarterback situation, I know Kirk is getting up there into, um, you know, potentially leaving the team and, you know, you need to find a leader other than uh, Patrick Peterson on defense. You know, if you can just fill a few of those holes, I'm, you know, Minnesota is going to be a comfortable spot and players are going to want to start to come here after they see what, you know, people are capable of. Yeah, and touching on kind of that raw prospects that Pierce was talking about, I'm excited to see next year Lewis Seen and Andrew Booth both healthy again. It'll be interesting to see how they fit into this secondary that really struggled late on in the season. And I would say that's one of the main reasons that we were bumped in the first round of the playoffs this year.
For sure. Um, and another big reason was that stellar New York Giants offense. I hate to say I called it, but Isaiah Hodgins caught eight balls on nine targets for 105 yards and a touchdown. I talked about him on the last couple of episodes and how he can really torch a defense, and he did so last night. Um, absolutely insane game for him. And then other than that one drop ball, Darius Slayton, only four catches, but he took them for 88 yards, averaging 22 per reception. I mean, the Vikings defense just could not stop this offense from the Giants. And we also made we made uh, Daniel Jones look like Lamar Jackson out there because yeah. he was rushing for yards and yards. And it's, it annoys me because, like, he has no options, and then you still find a way to give him 10-plus yards each play. Like, it's, it's hard, and it's, it happened to Saquon, too. We left him wide open on that check down a lot, and Eric Kendricks just can't keep up. Um, with him, so um, this op- you got to give credit to the Giants offense. Um, like Braden's guy Isaiah Hodgins, he's talking about him a lot in previous episodes. Um, just a little too much for the Giants or for the Vikings, my bad. And um, yeah, like I said, we're gonna have to look over this because you know hopefully we can get a better defense coming up next year. Yeah, I mean this Giants team definitely did their homework. Um, I think at one point in the game they were averaging like. 10 to 15 yards per play. And so that just can't happen. Um, seemed like every time that our secondary had everyone covered, our linebackers, they just could not, or like we couldn't get pressure to Daniel Jones. And even when we did, he would escape the pocket and rush for like 10 yards. And so that just can't happen. And I mean, like Isaiah said, you have to give credit to this Giants team. I mean, they have a young young quarterback in Daniel Jones. They have a Saquon Barkley who's finally healthy. Um, he had nine carries, 53 yards, and a couple touchdowns. Um, one of them was like 30 yards, I believe. And they have a lot of young receivers. So, I mean, you're seeing in this league that it doesn't matter the type of experience you have. Um, it just matters if you pay attention to the other teams. And it's really hard to beat a team twice. Um, and so I think we saw that come into play. And I also think they just they silenced the haters. I mean, there were a lot of guys saying, oh, you know, the Vikings are frauds, which maybe that was true. Um, and, you know, our crowd brought, I feel like, brought the energy for the beginning of the game, but they just needed to, they were really eager to see what this team could do. Yeah. And, it's just, it's just tough because um, I was talking to Troy about this. Um, Packer fans are the worst at this moment. It just is. Um, one, we're not going to mention his name, but uh, there's there's one person in particular that uh, won't stop with the uh, the hate. But you know that's what happens with these rivalries, and you know we just still can't find we can't find a way to get the job done. And um, I just wanted to mention though. Um, at least we didn't lose on like a field goal or extra point because that has happened before. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would not have been surprised if we lose on a Greg Joseph missed kick in this game or a missed extra, extra point, but still a tough way to go out. And um, I just want to ask you guys a question. Um, I've gotten mixed uh, answers on this. Um, would you like to see the Giants go far just because it makes us look good or? have them get destroyed by the Eagles? 
Um, personally, uh, not a big fan of the Eagles uh, ever since we got smoked in that um, NFC Championship game a few years back. So I'd like to see the Giants take them down. Um, not necessarily because I think it'll make us look good, but I hate the Eagles, man. Yeah, I also have... agree. Yeah, I'd agree you... as well. I do not like the Eagles. Same here. Uh, I don't think anyone does if you are a Vikings fan, and I also like I also like underdogs, so I'm excited to see what they can do, and I hope they don't, you know, get blown out. And I hope every – I mean, every playoff game so far has been really close besides uh, the 49ers game, which kind of got out of hand in the last, you know, quarter there. So I'm curious to see what the rest of this playoffs looks like. Yeah, I, it's going to be a good one. You saw um, the Jaguars versus Chargers game. Um, their largest comeback from the – Jaguars in NFL history, or playoff history, my bad. And um, just the rest of the Bills-Dolphins game, too. Like, they were up – seven. Bills were up 17-0, and Dolphins came back and made it a game. So, um, both teams are safe, even if you're a first or second seed. So, um, it's going to be a fun one to watch, and that's why you love to watch the game. So, yeah. Any other thoughts on the game anyone wants to add? Uh, I think we got it all out. Yeah. Um, we got, we're going to do a Kevin O'Connell post-game press conference. Um, it's not actually him guys, but, uh, thought we'd have a funny, uh, little part here. Um, I'm going to start it off with a clip and, uh, let's see what, um, let's see what, uh, Kevin O'Connell has to say. Alrighty, well, uh, you know, first off, very, very excited um, about self-sabotaging. Ed Donatel. Um, I don't think uh, anybody wants Ed Donatel here. Um, Kevin O'Connell said it right there. Um, I think everybody here hates him, right? Yeah, it's yeah. correct. Got to go. You got to go. Um, did Kevin O'Connell bring in Ed, or was that someone else? I'm not sure. I'll look. Because I, I swear I heard him say that, like, it was a good idea bringing them in when they first got the uh, um, coaching staff in there, but um, we'll hear from Braden. But um, yeah, he he's got to go by today. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, um, anyone want to ask the um, third question? Yeah, I have one for Kevin O'Connell. Uh, should Ed Donatel be fired? Here we go, Kevin O'Connell. Just got to get it here. We – just a sec. There you go. Kevin O'Connell. Don't have a clip for this, but – Very, um, very. Uh... So, um, yeah, he should be fired, like you said. Um, it's it, – that's why the defense collapsed and we lost the game. Um, but, yeah, that was not good. Um, anyone want to ask the second one? Oh, actually, Kevin O'Connell's got a thought on the final play. Let's hear his thoughts. This was an actual post game from him, and then we'll roll the questions. Um, you know, he knew it was forced down, and, and he just didn't want – he wanted to make sure he put the ball in play. Um, I, I got to go back. I was watching some of the routes down the field to kind of – 
materialize and, and the pocket may or may not have been collapsing on him and he just wanted to make sure he gave somebody a chance and, and they made a play. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for Kevin O'Connell, I guess, because, you know, he's got to try to stay um, neutral and not say something outrageous because I bet he has a lot more that he could um, say. So that's his thoughts on it. Um, we don't have Kirk Cousins or Justin Jefferson's. Did anyone hear anything from a post game from JJ? Uh, I did not. Um, no. But it's, yeah, it's just a really tough spot for Cousins to be in. I think that's a good point. You got to, at the very least, he got rid of the ball, which is something he struggled with uh, all season. So at least he gave someone a chance instead of just taking a sack. But um, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's, let's roll the uh, next question here. Troy, you want to do the next one on the fourth one? Yeah. Uh, did you, at the end of halftime, Kevin, did you want to fire Ed? Here we go. Very, um, very. Uh... Um, so I don't know. I don't know why, like, they even have to think about keeping him. The only reason they kept him is because he, um, the team's doing so well, so you're not going to fire something that's going well. You know what I mean? Um, offense carried them, so um, it's just sad it has to end this way. Um, let's let's roll on the Google Doc. Uh, here we go. Um, I got one. Um, here we go. How bad is this loss going to be for the morale for the players and coaching staff. Here we go, Kevin O'Connell. It's going to sting us uh, for a long time. And, yeah, that's true. Um, they're, it's going to – I feel like it's going to be motivation. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like they're going to want it more next year. Yeah, um, for sure. There's guys on this team that really had high hopes coming into the season, and I had high hopes coming into the season, and so – I just – I hope that not much changes throughout the off season except for, you know, a new scheme on defense, and I hope we get another shot at this because I think if you have the right type of plays for this defense that we have, I think they can do very well. Yeah, and um, I think, like, there's going to be players that we're going to lose and stuff like that, but – um it's I think we can come back a lot better. Um but yeah, I think we got just like maybe one or two more questions for KLC and uh we'll move on to the NSN game. Um here we go. Who's got, I got one? Um are the Packers a bad football team? Here we go. I know we got the same clips, but um we have to roll this one again cuz it's too good. Um, are the Packers a bad football team? Here we go, KFC. Very, um, very. Uh, I feel like they're going to be competing with the Chicago Bears, to be honest. Yeah, well. But, yeah, uh, we'll see what Rodgers, where Rodgers goes, because he kind of, you know. Well, you know, they have Jordan Love, I guess, behind him, and I know a lot of Packers fans have, have been really high on him, but um, I'm curious to see what this division looks like, because I know the Lions – have looked really solid, you know, the second half of this year, which they got off to a tough start. But 
um, you know, a couple first round picks for the Bears, and this, you know, this could be a very co- competitive division for sure. Um, Troy, you got the uh, next one. Yeah, uh, whose fault do you think it is for the last play? Here we go, KLC. And that's on me. Says it's on him. Um, I well, we don't know if I don't know unless you guys know, but who made the last play? Um, but that did not go well. Um, it's hard in the moment, but um, I guess it would. Yeah, kind of blame everybody. So did not look. Yeah, good. and I. I know he's not going to, like, put the blame on someone else. And so that's probably his reasoning for saying that answer. Um, Because he's not going to be like, oh, you know, it was Kirk Cousins' fault. Or, oh, it was TJ Hawkinson's fault. There's someone's fault. Because, you know, that just makes him look really bad. Um, And so that's kind of why he blamed himself. And I think everyone's fault. I think everyone's at fault because, you know, you got to just show up for the whole game. You know, everyone's saying, oh, my gosh what were we doing on that last play? But if you can't show up for the rest of the game, why do you think it's going to get better on, you know, the last 30 seconds? Yeah, I agree. And um, I think we got one more question for, um, for the Kevin O'Connell press conference. Um, Braden, you got this one. Did you want to see Justin Jefferson get a touchdown? So I think everybody would like to, but um, let's hear KLC stuff. And that's what I wanted to see. That's what he wanted to see. He almost had one. He he was so close. Yeah, so they yeah. ruled it a touchdown before yeah. reviewing it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. jump. I think that definitely did. would have set the tone early. I think if he got that, that would have got the crowd fired up, and I think that would have changed kind of the mindset of the offense if JJ gets an early touchdown and you know this offense is gets going from the start. Yeah, um, and I I heard I saw this um thing on Instagram. This guy lost a million dollar cha- or a chance for a million dollars on this parlay because Justin Jefferson didn't get the first touchdown. Wow. So um that that would suck because he had like Dawson Knox. Um, it was like Dawson Knox's first touchdown in the Bills Dolphins game. He got that, and then there were like two more. So um sorry for that guy, but um man JJ just. He he knew that game that he was gonna get um, covered up, double teamed, and everything like that. So um, we just had to see how the rest of the team were gonna do. Um, you guys want to move on to the NSN game? Let's do it. Yep. Sure. <laughs> All right. So right now we um, have the standings. We've only done two games, and some of you guys haven't been on for. Um, for both or whatever, but um, Braden and Troy are both tied for first with one win um, in the NSN game. Jacob Pierce um, looking to get his first one today. Um, this time we got 10 rounds, 10 rounds. So um, it's going to be a good one. Um, let's get started. You guys ready? I'm ready. First, uh, first to four. Uh, we're going to do 10 rounds and then just for, so like there's 10 different um, initials. So okay. just get, so just get yeah, just get the first one like usual. Um, also, um, you guys don't need to say if um, you need another clue. I'll just wait like five seconds, and you guys can just keep thinking instead of telling me. So, and I'll move on. All, All right. right. So we will start with um, Pierce. Um, guess the initials. Um. 
Let's do PM. PM for Jacob Pierce. You gonna lock that in? Lock it in. All right. Yeah. Nope. It is not PM. Um, let's go with Braden. Braden, what do you got for this one? I'm gonna go with TM. TM for Braden Jacobson locked in. And Troy, for the last chance, also, if you get this one right, then you win the this round. So, this is your chance. You ready? Yep. Uh, give me KC. KC for Troy Maliner. There you go. Nope. So, they were not any of the three. The initials for the first round of the NSM game are JR. All right. First clue. This might give it away, but you got to say your name um, if you got it. He is a cornerback. Initials JR. Troy. Jacob. Oh. Troy. I heard Troy first. Troy, got it. Uh, yeah. Troy, what do you got for this one? Uh, give me Jalen Ramsey. Lock it in. Jalen Ramsey. Lock, locked in. It's Jalen Ra- Sorry, I said it, but Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey for round one. Um, first one gave it away, right, Troy? Yeah, just right when I heard cornerback, my mind yes. immediately jumped to Jalen Ramsey. And I heard you, Pierce. Yeah, yeah, that one. That was one of the easier ones, I felt like. Yeah, I started with an easy one. It's going to get harder. There's going to be some better ones, but uh, we got to start easy. Um, Troy up one. So uh, adding that to the standings. All right, next one. We're guessing the initials again to start it off. Um, Let's go with Troy. You're on a roll. So guess the initials for this one. Give me L.S. LS for Troy locked in. No. Uh, let's go with uh, Braden. Let's go with AK. AK. Here we go. And uh, Pierce. Let's do JH. JH. No. So, Braden, you were the closest. Um, really close, actually. The initials were AH. So, Braden, you were almost on that one. Um, first clue. So, these are all NFL, obviously. Um, first clue. He is a rookie this season. Initials A-H. All right. He went to Michigan for college. University of Michigan. A-H. Rookie. Troy. Troy. What do you got for us? Uh, Give me Aiden Hutchinson. You going to lock that in? Locking it in. There you go. Troy for two in a row. Yep. Um, that's, that's a big one. Troy goes up two. Um, what was the one that uh, made you guess that? Yeah, well, in college, I remember watching some Michigan games and watching Aiden Hutchinson. So I've always yeah. kind of been a fan of his. And, yeah, my mind just went to him when I, once I heard Michigan. For sure. Um, so Troy's up to Braden and uh, Pierce. You guys got to team up here because uh, Troy might run away with this one. Yeah, I know. I just didn't click yeah. with me that Aiden Hutchinson was a rookie. Yeah, I know. So. It's crazy. Yeah. So, all right. This one, you guys got to go for it right away once I give the clues. But uh, we got to guess the initials for this one. Let's go with uh, Jacob. What do you got for the next initials? Let's do BD. BD locking in. Yep. No. Uh, Braden. I'll go CL. 
CL. And Troy. Give me AB. AB. Nope. So Braden was close again. Braden, you're getting close on these. The initials were CK. So you did you were almost on that one on both. Um first clue. Now get ready to say this one because you guys might guess it or say your name. Um he signed a four year seventy two million dollar contract this year. Braden. Braden, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with Christian Kirk. Locking in for Christian Kirk. Here we go. There we yeah, go. Got one. Yeah, yeah I so, knew that one. I just gotta yeah. say my name quicker, I guess. Yeah, that I knew I was gonna put that one last, but I was like, maybe someone might not go for it. But uh Braden, you are one away from Troy. Troy still has the lead, but only by one. Pierce, you're gonna need a big comeback. I got here. some catching up to do. <laughs> but hey, hey, we still got a couple more, so um you definitely have a chance. Um Let's roll with the uh, next one. Let's go. Troy, what do you got for the initials? Uh, T-W. T-W. All right. Uh, Jacob, what do you got? Let's do um, J-A. J-A. And Brayden. I'll go with D-J. D-J. None of those. It was MF. So, um, first clue, he is a free safety. Braden. Braden, what do you got for us? Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick, locking it in. Yep. There we go. Braden oh boy, ties this is it up. Gonna be... Boys gotta right. watch out. Um, yeah, so I don't know if that was too easy, but, uh, Braden, I think that was a really good guess. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so we are all tied up, Troy and Braden. Jacob, um, yeah, you're gonna have to get started here because um Yeah. We're already I think speed up. speed is not my my thing. I gotta I'm I'm thinking over here and you yeah. guys are like boom. Like, see that's a good thing about this game. Like the questions may be easy, but it makes you have to go fast, you know what I mean? So um mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just part of it. Um, let's let's roll the next one. We got a couple more. We got ten. So um, let's go, Troy. What do you got for the uh, initials on this one? Um, give me A A A A. Um, Jacob. Let's go A T A T. And Braden. I'll stick with the A and go A E A E. The initials are KG. All right. So, first clip, he is a wide receiver. Initials KG. KG. All right. KG. All right. We got a new question for this one. Um, his nickname is Baby Tron. KG. All right. We are going to move on. This is the last question. So... Um, if none of you get it, I'll go around to each of you for a chance. No, like you don't have to go fast, but um, here we go for the last clue. He was drafted by the Detroit Lions. Oh, Braden. Braden, what do you got for this one? It's Kenny Galladay. Locking in for Kenny Galladay. Mm. There we go. Braden yeah. heating up. Uh oh. So right now, Braden has three. Troy has two. 
and you guys are leaving me in the dust. Jacob with zero. Um, <laughs> is that correct, everybody? Three two yep. zero. Yep. Yep. All right. So yeah, Braden heating up here. Troy heated up at the beginning. I think Jacob, this is your chance to start heating up. Yep. Here we go. Next, um, initials. Let's go with uh, Jacob. What do you got for us? Let's do DM. DM. Um, Braden. Let's go with TH. TH. And Troy, if you get this one, you win it all for the round. I'll go SB. SB? None of you got it right, because uh, it's very hard, but um, the initials are NF. Now... And what did you, you say? NF. NF. Okay, mm-hmm. so, like I said, this one, make sure to say it fast, because I think this one, you guys might get it. Um, Has played for six NFL teams. Jacob. Okay. I'm going to go Nick Foles. Ooh. Lock it in. Lock it I in. feel like that's my favorite. There you go. Oh, I like that. There. Let's hey, go, Jay. Hey. Round there of applause for Jacob. There we go. Okay. I think this is the first time in history. I'm not sure. Tell me if I'm wrong, but um, Jacob might be the first one to get it on the first clue. Yeah. Yeah. Someone else might have gotten it on the first clue, but. Still, that's a good guess. going to come back. Yeah. going to come back. So I'm gonna add it right here. Braden with three, uh, Troy with two, and Jacob with one. There you go. I told you you're gonna heat up, and this is the time. Mm-hmm. All right, Jacob. Since you're on a roll, uh, let's hear the initials for the next one. Ko. Ko for Pierce. Um, let's go try. Uh, TC. TC. And Braden to win the round. It was KO. KO. So, uh, Troy, you were the closest. The initials are TL. Okay, first clue. His nickname is the Prince Who Is Promised. Braden. Wow. Okay, Braden, what do you got for us? Trevor Lawrence. Oh. All right. Wow. Wow, you didn't even need a clue for that one. Nah, I was thinking Trey Lance. Oh, you know. Wait, so did you didn't even need a clue, right? No, I mean, I, I was, I don't know, Trevor Lawrence just kind of came to my mind right away. But. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great guess. Um, So, Braden takes a two-point lead off of Troy. Jacob still won Troy at two. Great guess there from um, from Braden. Uh, we have two more left, so... Basically, Troy can tie, and I would have to come up with another one. Uh, Jacob, unfortunately, you can't win this one because the standings are. Can I still compete? Oh, yeah, for sure. You can compete. No problem. Um, But, Braden, you're at four, Troy at two, and Jacob at one. Let's go with uh, Troy. What do you got for the initials for next round? Uh, T-H. T-H. Let's go uh, Braden. Um, I will go with, uh, let's just go with MF. Or no, wait, sorry, we already did that one. Can I change? All right. Uh, SE. SE. And Jacob. This would be a let's big one. Let's go JS. JS. 
Yeah, it's so hard. I, I don't know how you guys do it, but um, we've never had someone guess them. Um, but yeah, the initials are GS. GS. So the first clue is he has played for four NFL teams in his career. Jacob. Jacob? What do you got? I'm going to go Geno Smith. Oh, yeah. Geno Smith locking it in. Yep. At a kid, Pierce. Geno yes. Smith for Pierce. Tied for, okay. tied for second. There you go. So, Brain with four still. Troy with two. And Jacob with two as well. He's tied with Troy. Um, so now, um, Brayden's already won, but, uh, let's, you guys still want to just do the last one? Yeah. What is this game nine? We still have one more, but Brayden has four, Troy has two, you have two, and even if Troy or you got the last one, it would still be four, three. Gotcha. So, um, take a guess at the initials, Brayden. Um, I'll go with TH. TH. Uh, let's go, Troy. Uh, J-S. J-S. And Pierce. Let's go A-R. A-R. None of them, but uh, the initials R-M-T. Um, this one might give it away on the first clue, but um, initials M-T. His Instagram handle is Can't Guard Mike. Try. Wow. All right, Troy, what do we got? Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, locking that in. Here we go. Mm, yeah. Yep. Good. Good guess there from Troy. Troy, you get second. Um, we will keep track of like the points, so we can do like an overall points. But um, Braden, congrats. Uh, you get a win today on the innocent oh, game. Yeah. Well done. Let's give a round of applause. So, uh, Braden, how does it feel? Great performance. Uh, four points. Um, pretty good. A little lucky there. I took some guesses, like the TL could have gone either way, but it was good. Yeah, I hope you guys um, have fun with it. I think it's a good just to think, get you thinking, and, uh, yeah. Um, Braden for, or, who guessed it right? Sorry. Um, it was Troy. So Troy, so Braden four, Troy three, um, Jacob two. That was a great round. Um, Well, they didn't get shut out. Yeah. See, and the thing is, like, I bet if you guess the initials, like, on the first one, you just give a random guess. I bet you I'd accidentally do the X or the wrong sound effect because I'm just assuming you guys get it wrong. <laughs> so, um, yeah, nobody guessed them on the, well, first, first try. Um, Jacob guessed it on the first clue, and Braden guessed it on a random guess, which is great. So, congrats to Braden. Uh, well done, Troy and Jacob. Um, I think now, yeah, Brayden's in first overall. I got some work to do. Yeah, Jacob, you, you got this. Troy, you got this. But, uh, yeah, that's the end of the NSN game. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, you guys, like, got time for um, some wild card games? We talked about the Vikings, but. Yeah. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, Jacob, who do we got first for Let's recap the Dolphins-Bills game because that one was a close one. 34-31, Bills take the lead. They will play. I'm not sure who they'll play in the divisional round. Is it still up for debate or will they play the Bengals? They play Cincinnati. Yep. Okay. And that one, is that the coin flip? 
Uh, I believe that one's played in Buffalo, and then if Buffalo were to play Kansas City in the AFC Championship, that one is going to be played at Atlanta, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, it was a crazy, crazy start. Uh, Buffalo took a 17-0 lead, and with a couple Josh Allen picks, um, Buff- or Miami climbed their way back in it. They actually led 24 to 20, and then the Bills said, you know what, it's way too close, and they they took over again. Um, Josh Allen, apart from his two picks, he still had three touchdowns, 350 yards, um, and 20 yards on the ground. Gabe Davis, the playoff machine, had 113 yards with a touchdown on six grabs. And Diggs also contributed his fair share with 114 yards on seven receptions. So what did you guys think about this one? Um, I think the story of the game for the Bills was the big play. I mean, if you take a look at uh, each of the receivers long, Diggs caught a 52-yard catch. Gabe Davis got a 33-yard catch. Uh, Shakir got a 31-yard catch. These big plays really ruined that uh, Miami secondary. Um, And I think you got to think with Tua in the game that they – might win this one. Skylar Thompson, 18 for 45, QB rating of 44. So certainly different if the Dolphins are healthy, but the big plays really ruined that Miami team. Yeah, and um, a stat just to mention before, um, before the Bills-Dolphins game, um, Tyreek Hill is the only player in the Dolphins that had a touchdown in a playoff game. The rest have never had a touchdown um, in in a playoff game. So uh, this is new to them, most of them, except for Tyreek Hill. But uh, to put up 31 points against this Bills team, um, you got to give a lot of credit for not even having your starting quarterback. Um, Thompson, you know, obviously backup quarterback, almost third stringer, um, had some hard times, you know, that's going to happen. But um, man, to bring it inside to a three point game, um, well done. And uh, also that Stefan Diggs catch, you, you guys see that, that got, um, turned over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people are saying that should be a catch. I don't think so because he didn't have control of it. I don't know about you guys. No, yeah. I think when he had both feet in balance, I don't think he had control of the football. They didn't spend too much time reviewing that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the right call though. Yeah. Um, and then I also would like to talk about the one more big thing that happened was the uh the little fight they had. I don't remember when it was, but. Um, Josh Allen got into a little bit of a scrum there. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I think I did, I did see that. He was just, I think he was getting kind of in a push fight with, I believe it was Christian Wilkins on the Dolphins, one of their D linemen. I don't know for sure. And then obviously your team's going to come protect your quarterback. But that was interesting to see some rivals going at it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got for the uh, Bills Dolphins game. If anyone else wants to go. Yeah, I mean, these two teams. Play, they're in the same division, so you know. I mean, they've already played twice, similar to uh, the Cincinnati Baltimore game. You know, there's just, just some rivalry uh, just because they're in the same division and they play twice every year. And so, coming into this game, every single game that they have played um, has been, you know, really close, I think. But they have had Tua Tonga Viola both times. And so, with Skylar Thompson. And this one, you're like, okay, what are they going to do? But they stepped up, and they they actually showed the Bills had some weaknesses. Um, 
And so it was just kind of fun to see this team who no one really expected them to do much against a team who has had a lot of commotion over the past month. Um, So, yeah, cool to see the Dolphins just kind of stick in this one. But everyone knew that the Bills were going to find a way to get this done. Yeah, for sure. Um, But this shaky play by Buffalo, I just don't think it's going to stand next week against Cincinnati. So the Bills have had a great season. But if they're letting up 31 points to a third-string quarterback who threw two interceptions and only completed 18 of 45, I mean, I just don't see any possible way they win this next game with this shaky play. agree. For sure. Uh, Next game, Braden. Uh, the Chargers took on Jacksonville. This was one of the most anticipated wild card weekend games. Uh, we debated about it on past episodes. Uh, hot take saying Jacksonville may be a top five team next year. Backed it up there, beating the Chargers 31-30. Yeah, that was a crazy game. Um, obviously, if you watched it, um, Jaguars basically had no chance. Um, down 27, and... Everyone thought Chargers going to win. Nope. Trevor Lawrence shows up. His team shows up. And, um, yeah, that final field goal or whatever. Uh, what a moment. I'm just glad I wasn't on the Chargers or a Chargers fan. Yeah, I know. I was uh, watching the first quarter of the game. Trevor Lawrence threw, I think, three picks in the first quarter, yeah, four okay. in total. I, I turned the game off for a bit at halftime, and then I looked at my phone like, oh, they're coming back. So I decided to turn it on. Again, and yeah, it was a great comeback. I didn't see all of it because I thought it was going to be a blowout, but the ending was, uh, that was a really good game just in general. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, he, you know, didn't have a touchdown in the first half, I believe, or maybe he had one. I think he had one. Um, But it was a rough start, um, but I, I had seen something earlier in the week that said Trevor Lawrence had never lost on a Saturday. Yeah, you sent me that. Since 2014. So I'm like, how could I not bet against this man? And he backed it up. And so now he's still undefeated on Saturdays for since like the past decade. So congrats to him. Um, but this Jacksonville team, you knew they were not going out without a fight. And so they had four different receivers catch a touchdown. ETN contributed quite a bit on the rushing side, and unfortunately, this Chargers defense let up a lot of points in the second half for this, you know, team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, kind of love to watch the sloppy play of quarterback Lawrence through four interceptions. Herbert wasn't perfect either, um, but yeah, ETN was huge in this game. Twenty carries for over a hundred yards, and then. Uh, Lawrence picked it up in the second half and found, like you said, four different receivers for touchdowns. So a really good game all around. Um, Jacksonville will take on Kansas City, and that'll be a fun one to watch. I think Kansas City can pretty easily take that one, but I'm, you never know, man. Yeah, you never know. 27 points, I tell you. Uh, anything can happen. So um, I, I hope that I hope the Jaguars win. I really do. Yeah, they're they're my that's who I'm cheering for to win the Super Bowl now that yeah. uh the Vikings are out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um they're definitely a fun team to watch. Um they're definitely not the they don't have the most experience. I think some most of these guys it's probably their first 
postseason appearance, but they just know how to win, apparently. Um, they've been very good for the past month, and I just kind of hope they keep it close against KC, who I know everyone has you know, going pretty far this year. So I just hope they keep it close. Yeah, and Trey, you got the next game? You got two more left? Yeah, so the Bengals defeated the Ravens 24-17. I think coming into this game, people thought it was going to be a blowout, not a very good game. The Bengals were just going to dominate. But Tyler Huntley showed up in this game. Ravens was playing without Lamar. Huntley finished with uh, 226 yards passing and two touchdowns to go along with nine carries for 54 yards on the ground. So he played pretty good in Lamar Jackson's absence and almost converted that Hail Mary at the end there. Uh, Ravens receiver had a chance to make the catch, but just a few inches off from making it. But uh, overall, this was, I think, a closer game than a lot of people thought. The fumble return by the Bengals, I think it was 98 yards. So just imagine if the Ravens had scored on that QB sneak, the entire outcome of this game would have been changed. So uh, this was a really good game to watch. Yeah. Um, I think it was Sam Hubbard, the Cincy kid, who had the 98-yard. Yeah. That was pretty cool to see. Um, But, yeah, like, you got to give credit to the Ravens as well because – like Trey said, we probably thought this would be a, a kind of a blowout game, but uh, the Ravens put up a fight even with, without Lamar Jackson. Um, I thought that last play was going to be a catch on that final Hail Mary. When I was watching, I'm like, you know, that's just how things go. Like, get lucky and make a play like that. But, um, yeah, since he, I feel like, deserve it because I feel like they can make a far run and, you know, this is just a little hiccup in their uh, playoff run. But, um, yeah. Uh, give credit to the Ravens because they did a pretty good job. 17-24. Yeah, I mean, you look at, you know, some of the Cincy, you know, team. Joe Mixon only had 39 yards rushing. Uh, T. Higgins only had 37 yards. Um, Tyler Boyd only had 26 yards. So, like, the Bengals didn't really play that well, and they still squeaked away a win. Um, I really wanted to see just some – you know, chaos in this playoffs. Um, again, these two teams come from the same division, so there was a few times, like, you know, some scuffling was going on. Um, I don't know if you guys see this, but, like, for me, when I look at, like, teams like the Ravens, the Dolphins, Minnesota, the mm. Seahawks, the Chargers, all those teams that are barely losing, they're just missing, like, just one piece of their entire team. Um, and it's, it's really big. And I think if they can, you know, if they can turn this around, they could become, you know, contenders like Buffalo and like the 49ers and like the Eagles and, you know, some of these other teams who, you know, have it all this year. And so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what would have happened if they had Lamar Jackson. Um, That's always a what if, because um, I know someone said, oh, if they would have had Lamar Jackson, they would have won. You never know that. Um, but, yeah, cool game, and it was another close one. Yeah, I agree with you a lot there. A lot of these teams are just one player away, and come draft day, we might see all of these teams pick up a big stud in the first round, which could make some for some pretty competitive football next year, especially deep into the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see these teams uh, – 
fix some of their biggest flaws uh, over the off season. Um, I assume we'll see a couple of big trades. Those are always exciting. Um, so yeah, a lot of these teams are just really, really close to having an absolute super squad. Yeah. Uh, another great game. All these games have been great. Um, I want to bring up one more thing before I move on to the last game that I'll touch on, but um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but like, what's your guys' thoughts on the expedited reviews? Like, it's just so weird to me. I don't know. Like, what's your guys' thoughts on that? If you were watching, it was like in the Vikings game too. Yeah, it, it came up a lot on the day, uh, uh, on the wild card weekend. Just that was kind of the first time I've actually heard of it. And I personally, I like it. It saves time. Uh, the first game, uh, I think it was the Bills Dolphins. The game lasted four hours and actually pushed back the Vikings Giants game like 20 minutes. I think it helps keep things uh, going quicker, keeps the game moving. So if if uh, it's executed right, I think it's I think it's a positive change. I'm yeah. not really sure I know what that is. Um, it's just kind of like uh, a quicker like way of like reviewing things. I'm looking up right now to see if I can find a good way to explain it. But um, the main thing is it's just kind of moving the game along. We're seeing other sports do that too, like with the MLB. Uh, lowering its pitch clock so I like the idea of moving it along um, but yeah so saw it in the Vikings Giants game probably some more improvements that they need to make to it but um, yeah it's exciting mm-hmm. well if they can get you know some of these calls right I know you know we saw like in the college football playoffs there were a lot of calls that could you know should have been overturned um, or stay the same on the field or whatever so like if it's a way of making some of these calls correct, I'm all for it. Yeah, uh, I found a pretty good way of explaining it. Um, it's whether it's where like a replay official or someone in New York watching the game with all the screens and angles sees a very obvious error. They can go through the referee's headset and say, hey, this was pretty obvious and you missed it. Go out there and change it. So it's just kind of a faster way of catching those obvious errors like you'd see like bad pass interference no calls or whatever oh yeah that's so instead of like the refs looking over it for like 20 minutes on their little headset it's basically like new york getting like a quicker way of changing a call or whatever yeah that's a lot better because like trey mentioned like the dolphins bills game took forever now they could have moved it back time but like it's it's annoying when you know you're gonna go to commercial break because you got to take 20 minutes on a play that people at home watching know what it already is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, glad you uh, brought it up or brought up the stat or whatever, Braden. Um, we'll see how it does though in the future. Um, I know in the Vikings game they uh, they uh, missed a bad or kind of made a bad call on that uh, roughing the pass or whatever on Kirk. That was bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so much that these refs have to look for. But, like, when you look, um, I mean, I would be – I wouldn't be opposed to adding more refs out there if they can, you know, make some of these calls correct. But, like, sometimes you look at it and you're like, how do they miss that? Um, and it's just us who, like, you know, don't exactly know the full rule. It's us sitting on the couch and we're like, Okay, I obviously see that with my angle that I'm looking at. Like, how how is it taking you 15, 20 minutes to figure this out? So, yeah, if they can figure out a way to improve 
you know, some of these angles and, you know, make the game go faster. That's going to help, I think, a lot of the reviews for this league. For sure. Um, last game to go over before we end the episode. Um, 49ers versus Seahawks. The 49ers win 41-23. The Brock Purdy train continues. Um, yeah, stats from him, 18 for 30, 300. 32 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions. A great game from him. On the other side, Joe Smith, 25 for 35, 253 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. Seahawks kind of got hot um, at moments, and then they lost because the 49ers are so good. DK had a really good game. Um, Love to see that because he's kind of had a hard time. Um, He had 136 yards and two touchdowns. So, um, Kind of what you expected to see the 49ers win. Yeah, uh, Seahawks led by one at halftime, and then after that, it was pretty much all Niners. Brock Purdy with a great day. I believe his QB rating, like 131. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Seahawks held the six points in that second half, kind of ruined them. Great game for San Francisco. I don't see how they anybody can stop these guys right now. They are just on a roll. Yeah, I mean, they have so many weapons on offense. You got Christian McCaffrey, who – you know, almost had a feel like eighty yard touchdown or something uh, early in that game, and that kind of set the tempo. They have Debo Samuel, they have Brandon Ayuk, they have George Kittle, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Kyle Hughescheck. I mean, so many weapons, and of course, you have a rookie who is Mister Irrelevant. Now he is relevant, um, throwing the ball. You know, he's such a special occasion where like you know no one knows him and all of a sudden he comes on and puts on a show so it's just fun to watch and yeah I don't like you said Braden I don't see anyone stopping these 49ers yeah and even uh I think overall the Niners defense struggled a little bit in the first half but when you have a guy like Nick Bosa I think the turning point in this game the Seahawks I think they were winning at this point but they were driving in Niners territory and then Geno Smith was sacked, and Nick Bosa recovered the fumble. I think that was kind of the turning point in this game that set the tone for the Niners. And when you have guys like Nick Bosa on your team, it's just really hard to uh, completely just torch this Niners defense. I think they're gonna. I think this is my favorite as at this point to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree with you. And um, you know, Forty Niners came out like. They should have, and they won the game. So good for them. Um, also, great job from Gino. Got to give credit to him because uh, he has a good chance of getting comeback player. The so, um, so we do have the Buccaneers and Cowboys tonight. We're recording this Monday, January sixteenth, two forty-four p.m. Central Time. So the game's gonna come up soon. Um, you guys want to just do your picks for who you think's gonna win before we end this episode? Quick. Sure. Um, I got the Cowboys. I know it's in Tampa, but I think the Cowboys have gotten some time to think about this. Um, Tom Brady, I know he – I someone maybe back me up on this, but I don't think he's lost very many games against the Cowboys. Um, and I think Dak Prescott and company are going to get it done. Um, they have great defense. They have – you know, some playmakers on offense. I like Dallas in this one. Yeah, Pierce, what you were saying, I believe I saw something today that Tom Brady is 6-0 and against the Cowboys in his mm-hmm. career, so he's never lost. Yeah. But 
I'm still picking the Cowboys in this one. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, but I just think Dallas is the better team. But you never know with Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, Dallas favored by two and a half. Um, to be honest, guys, I really don't like either of these teams. Um, I've said before that a lot of these teams have flaws, but really neither of these teams are perfect, and they're both uh, they both struggled a lot and had some big losses and showed some struggles. So I'm. I don't know. I think Brady in the playoffs is good enough to barely edge out a win over these Cowboys. Um, it could go either way, but I don't think either of these teams are making it too much farther in the postseason. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Um, I I'm staying consistent because last episode, I think I think with Brady, you were on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I picked the Bucks. Um, does anyone wanna uh, take me on on that for a bet? Uh, we'll do like five bucks. I have the be- or bucks at three point favorite dogs. Anyone? Um, with let's you. see. So Dallas, wait. So Dallas has Is negative my- three or minus three. Yeah. Okay. I'll take you up on that. Okay. I think I'm confident right. in these Cowboys. Yeah, it's like Brayden said. It's you can't feel confident really in. Both of the teams because it's going to be a dog fight. But uh, hey, why not put out a bet there? Because I did beat you on that one. Remember that on the Seahawks Jets? Yeah, that was I. <laughs> that was a rough game. But yeah. Um. Does any of you guys have anything else you'd like to mention? Playoffs? Any other sports either? Um. Anything else? All I got, man. All you got? I think we covered it all. Uh. Yeah. Just- just one more thing, Matt Boldy signing yeah. the center today for the Wild. I believe it was seven years. I uh, don't know the total number of money. I don't know. 49 mil. 49 mil, yeah. I think it's a pretty good contract for a guy like Matt Boldy. He's young and he showed potential. Yeah. Um, me, Troy, we, um, we met him, remember that? Yeah, when he was a prospect before yeah. he was actually on the Minnesota Wild. So, yeah. Yeah, and we thought it was a bad pick because we wanted Caulfield but uh we were wrong yep but uh yeah glad you wrapped that up good news for a little like playoff hangover for us um after the loss so big moves for the wild and uh yeah anyone else we got one more thing nope I don't think so all right we covered Uh, a lot yeah we did um yeah quick recap Braden won the NSN game congrats to him he takes the lead in the standings We'll do it next time, but um, thanks for listening. Make sure to check out other episodes and then check out the Instagram. Um, Other than that, hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday, and uh, we'll have another episode soon. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. See you guys.